0: broadcasting live from the business radio x studios in atlanta georgia it's time for atlanta business radio spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them
1: lee Cantor here another episode of atdc radio and this is going to be a fun one uh welcome to the show brandy nagel how are you hey lee good to see you and then we also have joy hemel welcome hi lee good morning All right, let's kick it off with you, Brandy. Uh, What are you up to at Georgia Tech's Economic Development Lab? How are you serving folks?
2: So I work in the Economic Development Lab. That's part of Georgia Tech's economic development mission. I'm pretty lucky. I get to work with students all over the city of Atlanta, and really all over. So uh, two weeks ago, I was in Jackson, Mississippi at Jackson State University, teaching the faculty there how to incorporate innovation and entrepreneurship into their curriculum.
1: Now, are you seeing that more and more across the country, that entrepreneurship is becoming just integrated into the college experience and the academic experience as well?
2: Definitely, definitely. At all the dot .edu's all over the nation, and really all over the world, there's a huge interest in innovation, entrepreneurship for students, and then commercialization for the faculty, for the researchers.
1: So now, uh, what's happening here at Georgia Tech?
2: Georgia Tech has got great stuff going on. Probably two of my favorite programs on campus are CreateX, which serves the students. It's a fairly young program, really, but it is Well structured, well thought out, and the students that are coming through the program are just, they're. They're producing stars, actually. It's amazing. And then the other program I love at Georgia Tech is Flashpoint, which is connected to the Center for Deliberate Innovation. And I love the idea of deliberate innovation, that it's not just something that, you know, inspiration strikes. And right, Art we, for art's sake. Yeah, <laughs> we, we get lucky and we right. do something that's great. But this idea of innovation being a skill set and a process, I love the thinking that goes into that. That's typical Georgia Tech.
1: Now um how is that compared to the other schools you run across are they taking that kind of tact as well
2: Yeah so uh, this is this is part of what I love about my job so in the past couple of years I've spent time at Clark Atlanta University Spellman Morehouse College Morehouse School of Medicine Georgia State University Emory and all of these schools all over Atlanta and there's others that I'm that I'm not mentioning all of them are doing something that's really unique and specific to the rhythm and the culture of that campus. So Georgia State University, they've got their Launch GSU facility. That's a, a co-working space for students who are developing startups. And it's huge. It's really well-suited for the campus that they've got. So they're doing amazing things in their uh, downtown campus. But then they've got a satellite campus out in Clarkston, Georgia. That's the former, formerly known as Perimeter College. So that's turning into this really wonderful cultural and business center resource for all of Clarkston.
1: And Clarkston's a unique uh, city in Atlanta. You want to give some background to people who aren't aware?
2: Yeah. So Clarkston's tiny. It's about a Mm -hmm. square mile. Uh, But it's this wonderful refugee community. Mm -hmm. So there's this wonderful diversity of the refugee community, plus the families that have been the longtime residents of Clarkston. And these two groups together, there's this pent-up demand, I think, for entrepreneurship. That's my point of view. I spend every Wednesday out there on a program called Growing Clarkston. It's funded by the Economic Development Administration. And I'm out there working with people and, and just the diversity of the ideas. So there's people who are writing games, right? They're writing code. There are people who are launching landscaping businesses, Or they've got a fashion business where they're making a t-shirt with a cool, very personalized design on it. There's food entrepreneurs. And actually, Emory's really supporting what's going on in Clarkston with their Start Me program. That's this cool program. It runs once a year. They take in probably uh, 20 Startups and small businesses in Clarkston, and then they've got other cities where they're working as well. And they do, you know, what's the business? How are you going to make money? They go through this great process of helping these entrepreneurs who've got a dream figure out how to make it real.
1: And this is an interesting kind of pivot for a lot of universities where previously their whole mission was to get a person a job, right? And to prepare them to work in the workplace somewhere. And now there's some effort into having a person be an entrepreneur as a path that might not have been top of mind previously. But in today's world, it seems like you have to at least have the mentality of an entrepreneur.
2: Yeah. So this goes back to every campus has a little bit different culture, right? So you may have heard the story of drown proofing at Georgia Tech. No. So... (laughs) And, and Joy's actually an alum, so she may no. have to fill in some of the details if I don't get it right. But so Drownproofing was a class that was taught at Georgia Tech for decades. And it started because after World War II, or during World War II, a lot of the young men and women that were being recruited into the Navy didn't have the right skills to be able to swim. And to be in the Navy, you, you really have— think had, that's kind of important. Right? And so— They actually had to find a way to get Georgia Tech students to have great swimming skills. And Georgia Tech might have over-engineered it, but it was a mandatory class called Drown Proofing. It didn't teach swimming as a primary skill. It taught how do you not drown. Right. So that class was taught through the 70s. Every single student. And actually, when you meet Georgia Tech alums like Joy, you you kind of ask them, well, did you go through Drown Proofing? And they have this kind of bond. Okay, so the new drown proofing at Georgia Tech is how do you make a job, and the way you do that is by building a startup. We may have over engineered it a bit, <laughs> but my experience is that every campus has some something like this, some story to tell, some cultural touchstone that becomes part of how they move students from startup commit a startup curious to startup committed. Mm-hmm. And I love, that's, that's my job, is to help move students from curious to committed.
1: And then you're finding that young people today, that's a logical progression, is to have their own business rather than I'm going to go here and work for somebody else and be kind of a cog in the machine. They're, even if, Even if they are going to do and work for a larger organization – They might have a side hustle. They might be doing something else that's a passion project or something else that's kind of scratching an itch they might have.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I hear a lot of comments about kids these days and millennials and all of that, and it's not my experience at all. The students that I meet are so engaged in passion projects. They have hobbies. They have values that they care deeply about. They'll start nonprofits or uh, sometimes they're just starting like a t-shirt business. This is one of my favorites from GSU. Uh, and he's been on this program before, Micah Ford. Mm-hmm. He's got uh, a t-shirt business, a fashion business, and it's the word standard across the front with a red line through it. And and then his thinking is you don't have to be standard. You can be extraordinary. You were made to be extraordinary. Right. And if you meet Micah – I mean, this is how he thinks. This is his DNA. So it's super cool for me to meet students who have this kind of thinking and then help them figure out how do you right, make give this... Give them
1: the tools and kind yeah. of the building blocks so that who knows where that's going to go.
2: And most successful entrepreneurs aren't college students, right? They're in their 30s. That's what the statistics tell us. But that doesn't just happen magically when you're right. 34. You flip
1: a switch and you're like, show up and like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur now. Here, I can start.
2: Yeah. So... The these side hustles that they're doing in college, whether it's, you know, for extra money for pizza or they're paying down student debt or whatever, that's planting seeds for the unicorns we have later. Right.
1: And win or lose, it doesn't matter if it's super successful or not, just just the learning that goes into this, what, it, yeah. what works, don't do this, do more of this, you know, that's all uh, important learning. Now, where do you see kind of the holes, where are the gaps in this entrepreneurial um, uh, ecosystem right now?
2: Yeah, so the gap I see and the gap that everyone wants to talk about in Atlanta, I think is still funding, but
1: it's not traffic.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Traffic is complicated. (laughs) The the gap I see is in mentorship. Mm -hmm. So the best mentor for an entrepreneur, a young entrepreneur is someone who's about a year, year and a half ahead of them on the journey. Mm -hmm. That doesn't always mean someone who's like age wise, right? But, but someone who's just had a little more experience Mm -hmm. and at the moment, That group of people, we're not helping them to become mentors yet. Mm -hmm. So actually, Joy and I went down to Puerto Rico a couple of months ago, and we taught a mentor network development program, and I'm hoping to launch something similar to that in Atlanta. I'm looking for a few partners to help me put that together.
1: All right. Well, I'd be interested in learning more about that. That's right aligned with what I'm trying to accomplish. Excellent. So count me in. Okay. Excellent. All right. So let's bring Joy in. Yeah. All right. Welcome, Joy. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, Brandy. Did you learn anything there? Brandy's pretty smart, huh? Brandy knows everything. (laughs) So tell us about your work with Campus Connect.
0: Sure. Um, I'm part of the team here at the Advanced Technology Development Center, ATDC. And my specific role at Campus Connect is to connect the 190 startup companies that we are advising, coaching, and mentoring here at ATDC and connect them to anything they need on Georgia Tech's campus. So anything. So you're anything. you got
1: You're the concierge. I'm the concierge.
0: I like to consider myself, Lee, a big connector.
1: A big a mega a big, connector. A mega connector. All right. So now, um, how do, how does that work, kind of in real life? Sure. I'm a student here. I don't know anything. Just showed up. Big campus. Lots of there's a million choices. It's sure. probably overwhelming for a young person to come.
0: Sure, and so to, to tag on to what Brandy was saying, the CreateX program mm-hmm. is put in place to provide a edu- uh, three-part educational program. Two of the parts are for credit, open to all Georgia Tech students, and um, the CreateX program teaches in, a, in an academic, pedagogical way right. um, the skill set you need to be a successful entrepreneur. So we see people, um, not only in the CreateX program, students, but also students who are just not going through the program, interested in entrepreneurship, and they can um, send their resume to me. I keep a student resume database for Georgia Tech students. And our companies, our 190 companies, um, I'm going to veer off a little bit and let you know that the number one reason Companies want to be a part of ATDC and join the ATDC incubator. It's because they want access to the bright Georgia Tech right. students. That's
1: to, I, I've heard that. We've been doing this show for a while and to a person. Okay. That, that that is uh, I have anecdotal evidence to support that okay, research. that's great. Good to hear.
0: And so what a great what a great way to connect you have startup companies right that want to hungry and hungry right the number one reason right those happy. aren't
1: nice to have those Correct. are must have must
0: have and then you've got students who over the last i've seen a tremendous increase in the last 10 years of students who want to have an entrepreneurial internship entrepreneurial experience while they're being educated. At so you're Tech. seeing that
1: maybe at one point they were like, oh, I want to be connected to the mega companies and the enterprise and the ones you've all heard. And you're saying now you're seeing some interest or growing interest in I want that kind of up and comer.
0: Absolutely. I'd say now it's 50-50. Really? Yeah. 50% of students here absolutely want to have an entrepreneurial experience while they're matriculating at Georgia Tech.
1: And that's interesting because uh, we've talked to some millennial experts and they put millennials in two piles. One, the, the older millennials who are more entrepreneurial and the younger ones who are more security conscious because their parents maybe lost a home. So you're seeing the younger ones, because this is kind of a risky, I mean, startups are dicey.
0: Well, like anything, it depends on how you present the information <laughs> right. to your parents.
1: Um, <laughs> so you got to get your parents. That's your first you, sale you got to make. <laughs> exactly. If you,
0: if you can show your parents that there's um, less risk involved in a startup because, as Brandy was pointing out, you learn an education on how to develop and market yourself right. and be reliant on yourself and having a startup company.
1: Now, is the um, Atlanta entrepreneurial kind of ecosystem – robust enough to handle the, okay, I went with the startup. It didn't work out. I can jump to another one. I have skills and now I have the additional skills, but there's enough places for me to go. So it's not like I get one swing and then I'm out and then I got to get a real job.
0: Right. We have a saying here at ATDC. If one startup company goes under, you can't make it to the elevator with your box before you get picked up by another startup company so
1: so you have to there's a you should always be trying to shine because somebody's paying attention right
0: absolutely and here at ATDC we have 190 startup companies so we have 190 places for a student to shine
1: so now uh can you share any anecdote or story that maybe is meaningful for you in your years where you saw somebody come through the program and then kind of Took it to the next level? Sure,
0: sure. So um, we currently have a company here called MakeSwift, mm-hmm. and Alan Pledger is the CEO of MakeSwift. Um, what's interesting is Alan is a Georgia Tech alumni from the College of Computing, and when Alan was matriculating here at Georgia Tech, he's one of those students I was talking about that wanted to have an entrepreneurial experience. Mm-hmm. So Alan uh, got an internship with a Georgia Tech startup company called Rescour, and Alan Learned his skills on being an entrepreneur and saw how the CEO of Rescour ran the business. When Alan graduated from Georgia Tech, um, Alan decided he did not want to go with one of those large companies that you're talking about. And Alan's very bright. So he he, he had lots of opportunities. He had opportunity. Correct. And because of his internship, Alan had the confidence and knowledge and experience to say, I want to have my own startup. I interned at a startup. I saw what's involved. I saw the different aspects of running a company and building a company from the ground up. And that's what I want. So Alan joined ATDC as the CEO of his own company called MakeSwift. And he's here. He's a signature company, which is the highest level. And um, he's doing great.
1: And he hires Georgia
0: Tech interns. (laughs) So you see the cycle. paying it forward, right? Yeah, he's paying it forward. Exactly.
1: So now... um we were talking briefly about mentorship and and connections and things like that what tips would you have for the young person uh, regarding that and and even if you're learning and and you don't consider yourself a mentor there it's a mindset too right like Absolutely. a mentorship that part of learning is teaching you know and giving the opportunity to share what you know even though it might just be a little bit more than the next person that's still valuable right, right.
0: and that's a culture mm-hmm. and that's a culture that we promote strongly here at ATTC uh, for example, I'm not an entrepreneur. I am risk averse. Um, I'm a Georgia Tech engineering alumni.
1: And Maybe I, it's risk adjacent. You adjacent, prefer to be risk adjacent. I risk adjacently. <laughs> um,
0: but I, my background is 20 years in pro, those large Apple, IBM, big corporate right. bureaucratic organizations, and 25 years in economic development for states and cities mm-hmm. and the border regions. However, what the way I fit in is that I um, enjoy mentoring and coaching and helping the startup companies who don't exactly know how to fit interns in, and then the Georgia Tech students who just know they want this experience, and I help and coach and advise them, here's what the companies are looking for. Number one, attitude. That's the number one thing that startup companies are looking for in a student, um, that you have an open, positive attitude, and you come in and you're excited and passionate about what that startup company is about, what problem they're solving in the world, and how can you make a contribution. What I find different with the students today, especially at Georgia Tech, is they want to have meaningful opportunities where they can see how their contribution has a direct impact. An impact, right? Impact is an
1: important word. Mission is an important word. Very. Purpose. Those are words that um, – maybe at one point weren't as important, but for young people today, that's critical. Those are must-haves.
0: Absolutely. And so in a startup environment, that's one of the things I tell the startup companies is you've got something that a Google or a Microsoft or Twitter can't offer these bright Georgia Tech students. You've got the ability to show them how their contribution can make an impact Mm -hmm. in a short period of time. So- make sure you communicate that to the students. And I let the students know, here's something that's different about working at a startup company versus a large corporation, is that you can't your contribution can have a significant impact right away. Of course, the startup companies at ATDC are looking for students who can problem solve, right. who get excited about problem solving. And then what skill sets do you need to pull in, or do you need to have yourself, and a lot of them are in the
1: coding arena.
0: To be able to solve technical problems for a startup company but number one is attitude number two is technical skills right
1: and that might not be what they think going Correct. in right they think it's the other way <laughs> right they but think I, but Joy, I, better... I don't know how
0: to code Ruby on Rails or Python right. like you know what you can learn that you're at Georgia Tech so you obviously have the academic and intelligence to learn that. right and you can go on Udacity or any one of these right. Khan academies and learn that but it's the attitude that you bring to a startup company right. And then I tell students it's your ability to negotiate. You know, you go in and you tell them, "I want the job, and here's what I can do for your store, startup company, and here's the impact I can make." And so it's about confidence, and it's about building that confidence in younger people who are, you know, between 18 and 23 years old um, to be able to come in and make a significant contribution at a startup and those, company. And
1: those lessons are going to last them their life. I hope, no matter so. what. You know, because those are kind of core value lessons. Now, it was something interesting. um, A long time ago, I interviewed somebody from Chick-fil-A. And then in their hiring, and everybody's been to Chick-fil-A, and you know that for whatever reason, they're better at fast food than a lot of other places. Um, They hire people who smile. Like that's what they look for, somebody who naturally smiles. And then they're almost there. If they naturally smile, the person's almost there. So it has nothing to do with anything other than that, you know. They can they can work with that. So it's interesting that you say attitude is so important because you know you come in with right attitude. You have complete control of your attitude. It's not like you need, you know, help in that area. Correct. You can do that yourself. So um, if somebody wants to learn more about Campus Connect, what's the best way to find you?
0: Sure. The best way to find me is just to go to the website um, or email me at joy, J O Y. At ATDC.org.
1: So that was good for you. You got that lockdown joy got that at lockdown. ATDC. I got
0: here early. I've been See here that? about Tweet eight letters, years.
1: email, good for you. <laughs> what about you, Brandy? If somebody wanted to learn more about what you're up to and uh, help you.
2: Yeah, I would love to talk with people who are interested in what the different campuses around Atlanta are doing. Mm-hmm. I'd love to talk with people who are interested in being mentors to Students and young people who are interested in building businesses and startups, you can reach me at brandy.nagle at innovate.gatech.edu.
1: And then uh, you're also looking for other colleges around the country to talk to, or you want to expand your network like that, or you got enough on your plate here?
2: Uh, I have enough <laughs> on my plate, but I'm not ever going to turn down an opportunity to work with other schools. Um my group at Georgia Tech, the Economic Development Lab, we work with schools all over the United States and communities all over the world, helping helping take what we've learned here in Atlanta and translating out what does it mean for that community. Mm-hmm. It's not a copy paste right what works here is not necessarily going to work but anywhere there's some else.
1: foundational things that can work everywhere yeah. else they can be tweaked in their yeah. market or yeah. their community
2: and we've seen enough of what has worked in other places to have a repertoire that we can pull these tools right. and these techniques and say well how about let's try this and see what works
1: good stuff well brandy and Joy, thank you so much for sharing your story today
2: thank you lee for having us thanks
1: lee all right this is lee Cantor. we will see you all next time on atdc radio